Hi, thanks for listening to my Convincing Proof podcast. My name is Adam Lloyd Johnson. I've been using my middle name more and more, um, Lloyd, uh, Adam Lloyd Johnson, because I'm, I'm finding out that there's a, a lot of Adam Johnsons out there. So, yeah, Adam Lloyd Johnson is what you'll you'll see a lot on my website or, you know, the things that I uh, publish and such. But I wanted to share in this podcast um, how I got into apologetics and philosophy. So, as I explained last time, uh, I became a Christian in 1994, the year I turned 17. And I'm convinced that, you know, that is the night that I made the decision to put my faith in Christ. Before then, I was trusting in, I believed, you know, in Christianity, grew up going to church, all that stuff. But I was trusting in what I could do to earn my way to heaven instead of what Jesus did for me. So it was that night, February 4th, 1994, that I uh, became a Christian. And I I was a fairly good student up until that point uh, in school. Got A's and B's, but I never really uh, was interested or excited or tried very hard, to be honest. It just, uh, a lot of it came fairly easy for me, especially math. But after, for whatever reason, after I became a Christian, you know, whether it was God working in my life or just a, a kind of a change in mindset, but I absolutely fell in love with with school and, and learning, and I just, I devoured Anything I could get my hands on. Absolutely loved college. I went to the University of Nebraska. I was a business major, but any class that I took, whether it was astronomy or geography, uh, philosophy, and I just I absolutely uh, loved it and, and just fell in love with school and, and learning and education. So that was a big kind of shift in, in my trajectory, I think. But one of the things that happened is that, you know, I got plugged into my non-denominational church in my 20s. I got married awful young. My wife and I got married when we were 18. Uh, started having kids a few years later. And after college, I worked in the field of actuarial science. You know, I honed in on those math skills and worked for several different insurance companies. Throughout my 20s, uh, pricing mostly life insurance, a little bit of annuities, and it was a good income, you know, a good career. I took a lot of actuary exams, studied math uh, after college for seven or eight years just on my own to pass my actuarial exams. And I, I'm thankful for that time because it was good. You know, it's not a coincidence that the the, um, the greatest mathematicians throughout history have also been the greatest philosophers because those two skill sets really go together, just that analytical thinking, problem-solving so on and so forth. So I'm thankful for that time in my life because I feel like it, God used it to really hone a lot of my problem-solving skills and analytical thinking as I was studying uh, mathematics and statistics, probability theory. But one of the things that happened um, in my life during my 20s, I got very involved in my church. I was a deacon at a young age. I was a large non-denominational church. And towards the end of my 20s, the church approached me about joining the staff. And I was super excited about that. I had always aspired to ministry and always played around with the idea of going to seminary, just not knowing, you know, exactly how God would use somebody like me. Um, You know, not very social, not very, not an extrovert like most pastors, more introverted, more studious, you know, type of person. 
And most of the pastors I saw were just, you know, flamboyant, uh, extroverts, always in and, and around people, in and with, with folks. So uh, I, I was wondering how God would use somebody like me in the ministry. But when my church approached me, I was excited about it and really explored that opportunity. But I ended up saying no. And one of the reasons I said no to it when I was in my late 20s to the church being on staff was because I had a skeleton in my closet. And besides just being a you know a studious introvert, uh, the other concern that I had was the skeleton in the closet. And I didn't think that God could use somebody like me in the ministry because of this the skeleton that, that nobody really knew about this this thing that I was struggling with in in secret and what I was struggling with was doubt whether Christianity was really true or not this these doubts and and thoughts um, I started having them soon after I became a Christian so 17 18 and then definitely, you know, throughout college. And a lot of things would trigger it, you know, whether I would uh, be exposed to uh, evolution or historical reliability of the New Testament, the problem of evil, you know, just all sorts of things would trigger me to have doubts. And I was very frustrated by them. It felt like most of the Christians around me could believe so easily. And why why was I to be such a person who was so critical and skeptical, but it was it's part and part parcel of who I am as an analytical thinker, as I understand now. But at the time, I was very frustrated at myself for having these doubts and for then, you know, having to say no to this uh, staff position at the church because I had aspired to ministry. And so I was angry at myself. I was very displeased with who I was, the type of person that I was, and that. Um, exacerbated the doubts as you can imagine a lot of doubts are generated by emotions and negative emotions and so all of that frustration of kind of built upon each um, one thing onto another and it developed really into a full-fledged I would say crisis of faith in my late 20s I never walked away from Christianity I never you know, claim to be anything but a Christian, but in my mind, you know, in my own private thinking and, and thought life, I, I, I was seriously close to um, just rejecting Christianity completely. It, it kind of turned my life upside down. It caused a lot of difficulty in my personal relationships. I had a hard time working in my actuarial career, and it finally came out. You know, I finally had to talk to some people about this because it was just a very intense trial. And I'm so thankful one of the pastors at my church gave me a book by Francis Schaeffer. Now, I'm not, I don't know how familiar you are with Schaeffer, but, you know, you can check him out online. Francis Schaeffer was a Presbyterian pastor and minister mostly in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. But he wrote 20-plus books, passed away in the early 80s, so I've never, I've never met him. But it was through his books then, after I devoured that first one, I devoured all the rest of his, his books. And it was really his thinking as a, you know, quasi-philosopher, definitely apologist, pastor, theologian. And it was his thinking that, and his books that really 
turn my thinking around. And I would say Schaefer rescued me intellectually, psychologically, spiritually. You know, he rescued me on all sorts of levels. And after, you know, I went through that experience and was helped so much by Schaefer through his books, it became very obvious that God was calling me to serve other people the way that Schaefer served me in this field of apologetics and philosophy. So I started pursuing that and started being more open about my struggles and doubts. Come to find out, as you can imagine, um, there were a lot of other people who had similar questions. And so I began just helping people informally, you know, friends, people at church. But I, as I pursued this, uh, more is a full-time ministry. It just led to a lot of steps in our family of moving away from my actuarial science career, moving to the Charlotte, North Carolina area to go to seminary. I wanted to study with Norman Geisler at Southern Evangelical Seminary. So I started that in 2007, moved there in 2008, and then in 2009 became a Southern Baptist pastor. And I served at a Southern Baptist church as a, as a pastor for eight years mostly throughout my 30s while I was working on my seminary degree. I ended up transferring my master's degree, my seminary degree, up to Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, a Southern Baptist school. And that's where I also got my PhD in philosophy of religion, which I finished just a couple years ago in 2020. So I was at seminary for 13 years, and it was, it was that experience which kind of um, launched me into ministry, this burden to help others the way that Schaefer helped me. And I really enjoyed my time serving as a local church pastor. I got ordained, and I'm thankful for that. I, I still do weddings from time to time and funerals for folks, but I don't serve as a local church pastor anymore. In 2017, I stepped down from my church to serve full-time with Ratio Christi, which is a campus ministry. I've been with them for five years now. We do apologetics and evangelism on college campuses across the country. And I mostly serve at the University of Nebraska in Lincoln. And I've started my own ministry on the side called Convincing Proof, of course, which I use to get a lot of my own work out. But things have developed where you know I'm able to write books now and collaborate with other apologists, philosophers, um, publish articles, develop a website. Uh, meet with people, of course, one-on-one, -on -one, talk to people over social media, and help them in this area of apologetics. And my faith has been strengthened through this uh, studying of philosophy and apologetics. Uh, my faith is stronger than it's ever been. I'm utterly convinced that Christianity is true, and the decision that I made in 1994 was the right decision to trust in Christ. So that's kind of my story of how um, God called me into this field. I, I love this field. I love discussing these issues and helping people in these areas. What I specialize in is probably moral philosophy the most and the moral argument for God's existence. But I dabble in all areas of apologetics and philosophy from historical issues to scientific issues to uh, deeper philosophical issues. But anyway, that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, I'd love to hear how God called you into ministry, or if there's questions you have that I can help with, please let me know. I'm, uh, I'm here to serve. That's how I view ministry, is serving other people with the gifts and abilities that God has given me.